everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Nerd Entrepreneurs Podcast, where we interview young entrepreneurs around the globe in order for you to learn and get inspired to turn your own ideas into reality. I'm your host, Dan, and today I am as thrilled as ever to share yet another exciting startup story with you. Buckle up and enjoy the ride. So here we are, Tim. Thank you for for having us. Thank you. Um, it's very very nice of you. I know you had a busy morning, yeah. um, <laughs> delivering <laughs> delivering food to to people yeah. around Zurich. Yeah. Um, I'd like to start by asking a couple of questions about yourself and about the the startup EarlyBird.ch. Um, what what do you do with that startup? How many people are you? Maybe you can tell us a bit more about the story of Early Bird. Okay, all right. Um, thanks. So, so we'll start with Early Bird first. So we started last year. We went live in November, December, by the end of the year. And then we are three people, like the three founders. Like one friend is from university and one friend is from the apprenticeship, like at business school mm-hmm. like 10 years ago. And at the current stage, we have a pool of five people who are helping in the production in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's like it started very yeah, slowly. Like at the beginning, we have like five bowls to produce in the evening. So it was like a little bit disappointing. Yeah. But like it takes time. And now like these days, we are making it around 100 bowls each night. So it's like the nights wow. are, are getting longer. Customer base is growing. And yeah. so... But for us, we are three very impatient people. <laughs> so like at the beginning, it's like always when you have an idea, you think, oh, we throw it in the market and then we see what's get back and like it takes time. So nothing goes from zero to one within a few weeks. So, mm-hmm. so it was growing steadily, slowly and steadily. But now I think we are on the right path. So yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it all started from the idea just only delivering breakfast because we thought that there is like a lack in the market so far. Like it's a new market, which is in Zurich. We have a few deliveries which are delivering breakfast. And, but ho- thankfully we, we adopted to as well lunch mm-hmm. because still like lunch is the biggest market in food like in Zurich. So, so now these days we're delivering breakfast and lunch to two offices, workspaces, so we have home deliveries, mm. people who pick it up in the I say the checkbox. Mm. Um and what we do also is like fruit boxes because early bird is situated in the fruit and vegetable market. Like it's the biggest market in Switzerland. So where all tons of fruit and vegetable make the turnover before they go to the restaurants mm-hmm. or somewhere. So we are like very close to the source. So we thought, let's why not why not adapt fruit boxes to our to our business? Yeah, yeah. I think did I miss the question? No, not at all. Not <laughs> at all. I was just wondering, how did you come to that idea? Why did you study something in that in that domain, or how come food delivery? Not really. It's like a lot of things in life. It's like happen accident accidentally. So I was. I was studying 
and then during my studies at the ZHW, I met my girlfriend and her father is running a business in the fruit and vegetable market. So during the studies, I, I worked there for part-time job, 40%. And after graduation, I started there for a 100% job. So we had the whole infrastructure and like the, the good prices where you have in the gross market. So we just thought of what can be like, we, we, have, we have the base, what we can build on top of it. Mm. And so from there, we came into food. Otherwise, I would never ever went to like food industry it's, yeah. it's like i don't know if you open a restaurant these days it's it's, yeah. it's gonna be tough, tough, to tough. Sell. like even this one is really tough yeah but like if you have like if you have to pay rent in zurich and to start something you need millions to raise yeah so we we are all like the, the whole money we have from family and friends yeah and so we started without like big amount of money yeah That that just leads me to the next question. How did you, in the end, how like if you could uh, explain a little bit more in detail, how did you come up with enough money to start with it, or what was actually needed? Well, I, first I had the idea with only breakfast, and then I just wanted to speak with my my girlfriend's father because he has several companies, mm -hmm. so I just asked him what he thinks about the idea. He said, yeah. Let's go try. And he, he gave us, he didn't give us a lot of money, but he gives, gives us the whole infrastructure. Yeah. We have an office there. We can use his kitchen when they don't produce yeah. because they produce as well. They make like salads in the, how you say, in the bag, mm -hmm. which you can buy in the grocery store. Yeah. Yeah. And like all the fruits, we can order them cutted. Wow. Like we, Like at four o'clock in the afternoon, I see how, how many orders we have, how yeah. much we need approximately. So I can go into production and say like, I need three kilo of this one, five kilo of this. Yeah. One kilo of salad and they make it. Nice. So they can prepare a lot and yeah. Yeah. So this is how you started doing your first couple, you know, five bowls. Yeah. At night. Yeah. Um, you were just three people at the beginning. Yes. How, how did it evolve into you have five other people helping you in the kitchen this was just yes at this stage yes but until the last i think it was maybe june we started to employ people hmm. until then we made all by ourselves yeah so we were growing slowly and then like at one time you know we don't have enough sleep <laughs> it's like <laughs> you you produce until like midnight and you need just help so yeah so we were like we have to employ people until then we were just three of us we are making like everything by yeah. ourselves yeah so it's like a little bit of control freak but we make the delivery we are producing yeah we we build like the home page we have done like all the internal system we've done by ourselves is any of you a developer uh, a coder or how we were very lucky i'm while i was working at the fruit and vegetable company which i'm still part-time working mm. these days I was doing the IT. I was working close to the one who developed the the software for the fruit and vegetable company. And he's around 65. I, w I asked him if he want to build the software for us. And he was like, yes, because he doesn't need money anymore. He's like 65. He just just works these days for, for good friends. Yeah. I went like in the afternoon, I went to his home. We were 
I was saying, I want this like that, this like that. And he was programming and he didn't charge us any franc. Yeah. So we were very lucky. I think the whole software would be maybe value at least like 50 to, to 100,000, yeah. which he built for us for free. So wow. this was a lot of luck as well, like from the network we had and a lot of people who supported us as well. We have like cooks who are um, taking fruit and vegetable from the fruit and vegetable company. Yeah. So they are clients from there. And then we asked him if, if he wants to develop some products for us. For sure, we would pay him, but he never charged it. So yeah, nice. it was just like, <laughs> hey, yes, nice. Young people are doing something. Yeah. And they were just like, so many people gave us a lot. So we yeah. were like very happy. That, Super nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, so if, to sum up, in the end, you kind of arranged very smart, like the whole production side of the, of the food. Yeah. Uh, you got the infrastructure through through your network and you got the IT as well yeah. through your network kind of. So the part that is left is kind of the marketing and sales, right? Yeah. And how did you do that at the beginning? How did you start with that? Um, I'm, I'm not really good at marketing. I'm not like a creative person. And so as I told you, we are three guys. Mm. One, one of them I've studied with. He's also not creative. He's making accountant. He's for delivery. He's really punctual. You really can rely on him. Oh, that's He's good. like that's perfect good. work yeah. and like hard work. And like when I had the idea, I called first like him and he said yes. And then I knew we need someone who, who can do marketing. Right. And this, this was the guy which, which I, this is Thomas. I, I went with him to business school like 10 years ago, Kaufau mm. business school, it's called in Switzerland. So um, we always told like, when we're going to do something one day, we're going to call each other. Of course, you never think it's going to happen. So, yeah, <laughs> but I, I knew if, if I need a creative person, he's the one. And so it was like really hard to get him on board because he was, uh, maybe you know the starter, Kupel, Stuff Finder. Yeah. He was running their marketing apartment yeah. with, with, with another guy. And yeah, and then he slowly, slowly came over. So, nice. and he's doing the whole marketing. He's making the food photography. He made the design, the homepage, like texting, newsletter, Instagram. Yeah. And he's also producing like six hours every night in the production kitchen. Yeah. Sometimes he's delivering as well. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and as well for him, it was like, Instagram at the beginning, you have like 10, 20 followers. You invest so much time to make a nice post and like, you can see 10 people. It's the same with the podcast. Now you're like, you start slowly, you just need to be patient. And yes. Like now we have 500, it's growing slowly, slowly. But yeah. 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 yeah it's a long-term game. Yeah. This uh, marketing and sales. I have, I have for me one last question for the, for the, for the early bird. Um, could you describe a, a day in, in your week? Maybe a day where it's a bit tougher. How does how does it look like? When do you get up? What do you do? Definitely Monday. Like, <laughs> all people say Monday. No, this day. <laughs> Monday is for us all the toughest because, like Sunday, we produce maybe from four to to nine ten p.m. Yeah. And in the morning, as I'm working also for Agroform, we are all like helping cleaning up because. Uh, the, the fruit and vegetable company has on Monday, they have really a lot to do. Yeah. So, and it's always a whole mess. And we, we are there at around, usually I'm there at 4 a.m. And like my friends are coming at 5 a.m. to help. 
and then we're gonna deliver our stuff from six then we come back and you are just like okay maybe i go home for for an hour for sleep otherwise yeah. it's like if you are for too long time you can't worry otherwise like yeah. your brain gets you're not really efficient yeah. then usually we go home at what time pool maybe at around lunchtime so you come back maybe have a few meals and a few calls to do and then lunchtime i go home maybe for one hour take a rest eat something go back and then in the afternoon you see what what the orders are i go to the production and say what i need mm. then i do administrative stuff and also working as well a little bit for the fruit and vegetable company as i have the contract there as well yeah and from 5 p.m we start like producing like the next take, batch for the next for the next day for the next day yeah, yeah. so we're producing until maybe midnight and then go home wow and then the next day at 4 5 a.m you're you're there again no 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 it's just monday it's, it's just like monday. 4 a.m because yeah. they need help um, next day usually between six and seven okay like misha who is doing running the delivery yeah. he's responsible for it so he comes usually between five and six to prepare all the bags and the stuff because we have the, the bakery which brings us the stuff at around six o'clock in the morning mm. so he also has to to wait until they get he gets the bakery stuff and then he can split it fill fill the cars oh cars i say yeah the, <laughs> the, electric. the electric uh yeah try tricycles so how many deliveries do you do now in a in a week or in a day i don't know how you we have in a week at around 100 yeah yeah which is yeah we have the three segments which is like fruit boxes mm. which we have usually like monday and wednesday and like the normal deliveries from the web shop and then we have more and more caterings yeah like we were really lucky we could like for on on running yeah h&m yeah. it's like really nice brands which are ordering now like reg on a regular basis like breakfast 50 people lunch nice. 20 yeah. that's good like that that's so good. Yeah, it's nice for us because we usually have the entry with just like the single person. Yeah. And if they are happy, they say like, why don't we order that? Yeah. Because we are really trying like Zurich, like the food everywhere is very expensive. Yes. And we are at least, I think five, five francs cheaper mm. than, yeah. than the whole market and it's delivered. And the quality compared to others is, is quite good. Yeah. So yeah, I think if we convince the people inside the company, it's like a good feedback if, if yeah. the company yeah. orders for Definitely. It. It's a lot of trust. Yeah. Yeah. So that sounds uh, like you're growing. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it comes to my, to my next question. It's not been easy, I'm sure. Could you tell us about your biggest challenges along the way? Let me start with the beginning. Like, when I had the idea, for me, I knew I had like two people in mind, as I told before, Misha and Thomas. Mm -hmm. we, Misha, I studied, we just finished, we just graduated like in August and then September, I called him with the idea and he said, like, man, it's too early, we just finished, yeah. <laughs> we can't go now, <laughs> building up a business. And he's like a person which is really secure, like he always needs like safety. And so what I was really surprised, he said, Let's do it. So he had, he made the trainee as well, kind of a startup. Yeah. Then he quit, came and this was one of the biggest chances to, to get those two peoples. And yeah. then 
I told you about Thomas, he was like having a safe job, like doing marketing. He has like five, six people who he was like the team leader. So to get him fully on board, he's a person, he always does like 20, 20 different stuff at the same time. Yeah. So he always had like side, like private project and something like that. Yeah. And like at the beginning he was like, I'm on board, but I'm not always here. So it was really tough to get him. Like when we are doing this, this is all you do. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like there is no side business or something what you can do because like yeah. the whole time you, you're here. It took a long time for him to realize. And then at one stage we said like, you have to decide. Mm. And then he said like, okay, yeah. we're going. This was one of the biggest for me, like crucial to get the right people on board. So then we had this, so we were really happy. And then the next next one was building the homepage. Can I ask, just come back to the, to the how, do you, how did you do that? How do you get someone who has a, a stable job uh, to come join a startup or how do you convince someone who's you know for whom it's really important to have a safe and steady income or you know have a safety net how do you invite him to come to a startup that you know probably will fail uh, like like statistics say yeah. obviously it's going well of course but you know if you look at statistics how do you convince someone with these statistics <laughs> to, to help you out <laughs> Maybe luck or I don't know. I think it's difficult to say why maybe we have to ask him. But I think even though he needs security, he still knew like if we fail, he still can go back. You have like, yeah. good education in Switzerland. Yeah. I don't know how bad it can run that you, you yeah. ruin your whole life. Yeah. I think he must seen as well like the whole synergies, which mm. I was speaking before with the fruit and vegetable companies. Yeah. Which, which you don't have, like for if you start something like that in like yeah. proper circumstances, you have, you won't get that. And no. what we have was, I think, this benefit was convincing both. Like we can build something really nice mm. on top of that. Yeah. So I think they, they they saw the potential as well. Even though he was working for a company, like Thomas like, was leading the marketing team, still still had some some way in. Like he knew he wanted to do something for yeah. for himself and yeah. work for himself, yeah. which is much more, I think, makes you happier than yeah. working for someone else. Yeah, definitely. The next, you were you were just starting. Oh, about the third homepage, homepage, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, at the beginning, we wanted to build like a homepage with much more functionalities, which you can get from like the. Standard jobs like this that you see on TV, all the advertisement, like you can build your own website. Mm. Yeah. And we were very much stuck in the idea we want to let our customer choose a daily set, like where they can choose the juice, the muesli, the bread, the lunch bowl, and the beverage. Mm. And because of that, we always said, like, we need like an individual developed homepage. And then through to a friend, which was he had business where he was building homepages with, um, with guys from Poland, mm. uh, developers. And then I asked him and then this, we started a project, which cost us at the beginning, maybe 20,000, which was really a lot for us. Mm. And the whole communicate, because he told us like he, had, he doesn't have time. If we want to build something, he can just make the contact with Poland. Mm. And 
the communication was a whole mess and like we were like stuck for like six months we were like just we want like we want this page like that and like all the yeah. functionalities and it didn't work at all yeah and at one time like, i think the whole project was running at least half a year yeah we said no we have to quit like yeah throw it all we lost like fifteen thousand swiss right. francs yeah which is still a lot for us yeah but we were like we knew we we never come to an end with this project it, it was totally mess yeah and then we were asking one guy from switzerland which also studied at the HSK. Mm -hmm. He has an IT company. We asked him, can you build a homepage for us? And then he came, sat, sat on our couch in the office and said, you're idiots, guys. You have a product which is ready to market. Mm -hmm. Make a Shopify shop. Yeah. And this is what we did. And he said, like, if you do that, you, you, can, you can go live after the weekend. So we yeah. were like, the whole weekend, we were doing our homepage. Yeah. And like the week after we went live. Yeah. So instead of like, <laughs> well, he, he could make a lot of money from us. Like of course. He could yeah. offer another homepage for 30,000. We were so stuck in this idea yeah. about some special functionalities, mm. but it's like, you just have to go out and see. And now we are so happy with Shopify. Here we have all the functionalities. This yeah. It's built for e-commerce. So yeah. why should we have something like special for us? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, and you are much more flexible with this kind of shop. Mm. It's like you pay like 80 bucks a month like, and 1% like on each income. Yeah. But you can have a new design with a few clicks. Yeah. It's like you can mm -hmm. adapt so quickly to market. And if you had an individual build homepage, you're just like, it's like that and it's going to stay. Yeah. And you need a, a developer to, yeah. And that's going to cost again. Yeah. What we do now, we have like, if we have changes in the homepage, we have like, there are like Indian platforms where you can. Say like, I want this and this change, and it, yeah, those guys in India make it for a few bucks. Yeah, they are happy. We are happy. So <laughs> yeah. it's like we're all good. Yeah, this was like the it was a tough time to break the project because we knew like it's not going to go well, but you still have invested a lot of money. Yeah, which you won't get back. So how did you decide this to quit? To quit because you had already put in. I don't know. You said fifteen thousand francs, which is the same in, in U.S. dollars. How, how do you say, okay, let's, let's just cut it? At one stage, as we, we should have done it earlier to say, but at the end, we had a lot of discussion for sure because it was not running well. And like all of us guys invested a lot of time to make the wireframes, the design, functionalities, the whole handout. And we had a few points where we wanted to quit. And like at one stage, okay, come on, give it another chance, give it another chance. And then at one stage, we were just like, it's not going to work. So we have to quit. Yeah. So and then it was done. And finally, we, we came to the perfect solution. But like before it was yeah. <laughs> just a disaster. That's true. Was yeah. it an easy process to decide to stop that between you three? Or was it difficult? For Misha, who is the guy who, who wants security, it, it took really a long time to say like, okay, we have to forget about the money. <laughs> yeah. For me... I was a little bit earlier at that stage to quit, Thomas as well. Then at one stage, Misha was also like, we have to quit. And then we were, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it was not easy for all of us because we didn't know what, how we're going to have a homepage. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, you didn't know that other guy, right? Yeah. Yet. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So but then it, 
yeah, finally it came really well. So yeah. we are happy with the, with the outcome and the, the money. You forget, it's like just okay. <laughs> yeah, Move forward. Uh, But you mentioned then afterwards you 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 work with Shopify. Yeah. And you said something about guys in India. Yeah. What is the situation there? It's like in Shopify you can code by yourself. Yeah. So we made maybe. 80% of the whole page we built by ourselves. But at one stage when you go operating or you go live, you have not, if we, we don't have developer skills, it takes you so much time to adjust some, some parts. So Misha who was working before for another company. He built one homepage in India. So they, I don't know how, what's the platform called, but there is a platform where you can like, put on projects and like some people can apply for, for the job yeah. and this is what we do. So we, we have like new pages we want to build, we just put them there. Mm. Now we have a few contacts which we can rely on mm. because it's not easy, like you, you get some Indian people which are doing like perfect work mm. and you have some Indian people which are like, you, you cannot, it's yeah. just not working, but it's like, it's, like, it's, it's, it's everywhere the same, right? Yeah. yeah. But like. Yeah, what you pay, it's like yeah. compared to Switzerland, you yeah. pay a developer 200 above Swiss francs and like that. Per hour. Yeah, per right. hour. So. And there, usually you make a fixed price, it's like maybe 50 francs for a side, or yeah. if you have like special functionalities, a bit more. But yeah. yeah. But yeah, for both parts, it's good. So. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So it's like part of the globalization. Yeah. I think mm -hmm. one, one, one page is Fiverr.com. Yeah. Which started for we have five five dollar contracts yeah. or jobs for five dollars, yeah. and you have Upwork and Freelancer. There's there's a lot of those. Yeah, yeah that's nice. So you, now you just ship it to them whenever you have a new idea that that is a bit more complicated. Yeah, most of it, most of it. Yeah. First we check is it possible in Shopify. We make and then if we know like we can, we we can do it. Sometimes like Misha or Thomas try to develop. And then at one stage, they like maybe after a few hours invested, they like, okay, good. <laughs> mm, yeah. We give it to India. Yeah. It depends how much the workload is between the day. So they try by themselves or like, at the moment, we just give, <laughs> just yeah, give yeah. to India and they do the work. So you just have to coordinate. Yeah. And I think just to finish the third, um, how do you say? Challenge. Challenge was we were... All three of us, we have economic background, so we came from business mm -hmm. graduation, mm -hmm. so we didn't have any skills in the kitchen. Yeah. So <laughs> no the, skills. No, 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 no skills. But of course like, not. I'm just kidding. Just like little cooking at home, but yeah. nothing yeah. special. We know what you mean. <laughs> Same here. Uh, and we were trying to build up like a startup in the food industry yeah. <laughs> and yeah. like preparing really nice meals and At the beginning, I was I was really afraid. Like we have to hire a cook, which is doing the stuff every yeah. day. Yeah. And then our my girlfriend's father he told him, "Don't do that. You have to do it by yourself. Yeah. Otherwise, you are too much dependent on this one guy. For example, if you hire a cook and he's maybe sick, you mess yeah. up. Yeah. So he said, do it by yourself, and after that, employ someone. Yeah. And for us, it was like. First time we went to production kitchen right, during our test phase, we were. It took us for 20 bowls. We it took us too much time. We were like 
we're never going to do that. Yeah. So, but yeah. these days we're in the kitchen and it seems like we're kind of cooks. So yeah. <laughs> it's like you're doing it every day and then you get into new topics, which you never thought you would do. Yeah. So yeah. This was for me personally, I was always afraid to like be in the kitchen and be responsible for the food quality, yeah. even though I have no apprenticeship in cooking. So, yeah, but so it worked well. Yeah, I can see that's a challenge. I mean, we have that <laughs> discussion uh, when we discuss our own ideas. Yeah. We were like, ah, oh, do we need to hire an expert yeah. in that? Because we don't know. <laughs> we just study business. Yeah. I think that's a problem business students have, economics and business students. Yeah. You just don't have a specialty in, in, in anything. I mean, you can be a consultant, of course, but that's not what we're doing here, right? Yeah, so I can understand that's a big challenge. Yeah, yeah it's like, what you say? You study business, you can do all of it, bits and pieces, but yeah. like you're not very like deep in one topic. So you just have to jump into the topic, Yeah. do it every day, invest time, and at the end you're doing it like someone else who had like studied something. Yeah. Because like mm -hmm. learning by doing. It's learning by doing. It's like it. Thomas, he had not that much skills in doing videos and photographs. Because it wasn't his job at mm. like running marketing apartment, so yeah. he just invested like hours and hours day by day, and yeah. I was like, it's doing like a pro. Yeah, like <laughs> so, a pro, yeah. It's yeah. like an education, yeah. I think, mm -hmm. being in a startup. Yeah. You just have to have the people and the mentality, which I say like, we can. Yeah. We try. We give our best, and then like we see how it comes. Yeah. And yeah. If you get to a certain point where you realize, okay, we can't, so then you have to hire someone. Yeah, of course. But. A lot of jobs, like you can learn a lot. Yeah, so. yeah, I think a lot you can do yourself, yeah. definitely. For me, that's it with the questions. I don't know, Michel, do you have? Same here, yeah. It was very, very interesting. Thank you. Yeah. So from business to cook and food <laughs> and food delivery. It's kind of, yeah. <laughs> and it's really nice to see a, a startup like that, that, you know, growing and being successful yeah. in Zurich, yeah. where, yeah, it's, everything's so expensive. But yeah, all the pieces fit together somehow with the yeah. production. Uh, it's really nice and people supporting you. Yeah. That's really nice. Yeah. So yeah, thanks a lot for for sharing that story with us. Thank you too. Thank and you uh, yeah, all the best. I mean, for, for our listeners, earlybird.ch if you're in Zurich. Thanks a lot again for sharing Thank the you. story. And yeah, all the best to Early Bird and your team. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Nerd Entrepreneurs Podcast. Be sure to visit nerdentrepreneurs.com to access the show notes, read about our next episode, and join a community of like-minded entrepreneurs. If you like the Nerd Entrepreneurs podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes. Until next time.